This episode is sponsored by ExpressVPN and by Upstart. Here's a name we haven't heard in a while. Jacob Wall. Except, no, that's not true. I mean, even when it feels like it's been a while, because his whole shtick has gotten so damn boring at this point, it's actually been just over a week since we talked last about Jacob Wall and about how him and his partner in stupidity, Jack Berkman, got raided by the FBI. Oh, no, I hope they're okay. Except, oh, yeah, wait, they didn't actually get raided by the FBI. They got raided by a bunch of actors that they hired on Craigslist who were dressed as FBI agents, and uh, the whole farce was, of course, uncovered almost immediately, just like every other dumb scam that these two dimwits have tried to pull off for the last two years. It's like they're uh, the coyote and the roadrunner, except the roadrunner is literally the American public. Yeah. And they just keep pulling out that thing that holds the boulder up and just getting under it and hitting yeah. it with a pole until just it falls on top of it. Driving their car into a tunnel painted on the side of a mountain. <laughs> Constantly. Uh, if you're somehow wondering, who the hell are Jake Wall and Jack Berkman? Well, we obviously have neither the time nor the energy at this point to fully explain it to you. So there is, of course, a whole playlist of videos about their antics. And it's several hours long at this point. So just go watch that playlist. In yeah. short, Jacob Ball, Jack Berkman, they are two conservative, self-styled political operatives whose entire brand is telling lies meant to help the president and hurt the president's supposed enemies. But they are extremely bad at it. They are the two stooges. They've got a just 0.0 batting average when yeah. it comes to scams. Their MO usually involves staging press conferences where they reveal some serious, damning information about someone the president doesn't like, but that instantly falls apart because they're really bad at lying, and their lies often involve just hiring random people off Craigslist who are not only just bad at lying themselves, but also crack under even the slightest pressure because they've been told that they're going to get paid for their yeah. services, and then they do not. Yeah, yeah. That's a, a great way to keep your, your conspirators in line is to actually pay them the money that you're going to pay them and not stiff them mm-hmm. at the first opportunity. Yes. Anyway, although Wall and Berkman's activities have definitely been clear-cut cases of defamation multiple times, especially when they've made up like rape accusations against people like Robert Mueller and Pete Buttigieg, actually suing for defamation apparently isn't worth it with Wall and Berkman because... Literally no one believes their lies mm-hmm. anyway. Not even the conservatives who share their politics. Even if they started telling the truth at this point, no one yeah. would believe them. Yeah. Like if they were like, yeah, the fucking, the earth gravitates around the sun. They are a stopped no, clock that believe. is also still somehow never on time. Yeah. It, when it gets to that exact point in time, <laughs> yeah, the, the clock, clock just, it just breaks yeah, again. The, the springs pop out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Now what's more confusing though than the fact that they haven't been sued for defamation is the fact that Jacob Wall still hasn't faced any real consequences for the various other literal clear-cut crimes that he's committed, like uh, filming himself filing a false police report, or defrauding a bunch of people through a bogus hedge fund that he started when he was still just a teenager, or sending out robocalls in Michigan that were textbook voter suppression. Now that was a recent one. Yeah. So maybe something's going to happen. The hedge fund thing is being dealt with in the courts, or at least it will be, because the wheels of justice in this country are incredibly slow. And it's the coronavirus. If you're white and you commit a white-collar crime, they're just like, yeah, whatever, come -hmm. come through next year. Maybe the year after that. Yeah. Oh, there's a virus? Well, you'll be... Just don't get any trouble. Yeah, don't get in any trouble. Um, But... Wall and Berkman are now apparently facing yet another potential legal consequence for something I'm not sure we even covered back when it happened. Okay, so back in February, Wall and Berkman held a press conference outside the annual Conservative Political Action Conference, CPAC, where they alleged that the jury that convicted Roger Stone of witness tampering and lying to Congress had been biased against him. And their supposed proof? They published confidential juror questionnaires from the trial, mostly about what media the jurors watch and read. Now, it was apparently pretty unconvincing stuff, 
And by Wall and Berkman standards, it was boring enough that we and many others out there just didn't pay much attention to it. But apparently a crime was committed, at least according to the FBI. Yeah, it uh, turns out that just days after Roland Berkman staged a fake FBI raid on Jack Berkman's house, the actual real FBI filed documents saying that they were investigating Roland Berkman for potential crimes committed during the Roger Stone trial. Wait, so were they trying to get out ahead of it? <laughs> I don't know. Did we ever find out why they did the fake FBI raid? Well, I think, look, if I'm using the roundabout Berkman wall brain test here, I'm thinking they did the fake raid to dominate the headlines about a yeah, so now when you Google Jacob Wall FBI, it goes to the fake raid yeah, and not the crime. Yeah, these stupid morons did a raid on themselves. It's pretty smart. I mean, I got to hand it to them on this one. Yeah, but yeah, they, the FBI is apparently looking into charges of uh, witness harassment, criminal contempt, and obstruction of justice in this case. Uh, and the FBI filing, it was only online briefly, I think as a mistake, mm -hmm. before being sealed. But uh, the Daily Beast got their hands on it while it was up. Uh, here's some selections from it. On or about February 20th, 2020, John M. Berkman Jr., a.k.a. Jack Berkman, released via his Twitter account a sample of juror questionnaires filled out by jurors in the matter of U.S. v. Roger Stone. Continuing from on or about February 20th, 2020, a series of tweets were sent from the Jack Berkman Twitter account, which contained additional confidential juror questionnaires and derogatory characterizations about the jurors themselves. Berkman also claimed to have a transcript of the grand jury testimony of Steve Bannon. Based on the facts above, the FBI assesses Berkman and Wool may be engaged in an attack to influence or injure the jurors, as well as tampering with potential witnesses before the court. As part of its continued investigation, the FBI is seeking to determine with whom Wool was in contact at the time of jury selection in order to help determine the possible vector by which Wool and or Berkman obtained the juror questionnaires. And, I mean, this is more conspiracy stuff down the line, but uh, I've been convinced for a long time that Jacob Wall is running Jack Berkman's account as some sort of tweet laundering thing. Yeah, Jack Berkman's like, a total boomer. I don't think he even knows how to use the internet. Yeah, and, it, and as soon as Jacob Wall's Twitter went down, Jack Berkman started to... Uh, Getting real active. And yeah. yeah, so this way it's like, although it is probably Jacob Wall doing it, it's not Jack Berkman who posted the tweets. Yeah, and like, yeah, it is funny that the FBI, like, everything they're describing happened because of Jack Berkman. <laughs> yeah, the yeah. FBI is like, okay, so we're, <laughs> Jacob Wall is the guy behind this, right? Yeah, probably. But, uh, yeah. Uh, unfortunately, the filing also says... Given the complex nature of the criminal activity under investigation and likely involvement of co-conspirators in evidence, and also given that the criminal scheme may be ongoing, the government anticipates that this confidential investigation will continue for the next year or longer. Damn it. Yeah, I know. It's uh, sad to see. Those wheels of justice. So like with everything else involving these guys, actual consequ consequences, they will take a while if they ever come to pass at all. Wall and Berkman have really mastered the art of constantly breaking the law, but not really getting in any trouble for it, but uh, that might someday change. Maybe. Maybe, yeah. yeah. We'll see, I guess. Anyways, it's, it's kind of funny that what might take them down once and for all is trying to influence the verdict in the Roger Stone trial because Roger Stone has already been pardoned by the president, <laughs> so any crimes they committed in relation to that trial were just totally pointless and unnecessary. Yeah, that's just an extra cherry on top of all this. Like, What takes them down potentially might be the single most pointless thing they've ever done. But in the meantime, they're just getting away with so they, much. They keep getting away with it. And, uh, yeah, it, it's like I, I started to think that they these guys might be like actual like government informants. Like they might have some arrangement with the government. Just no one trusts anything they say because of uh, all of the uh, schemes. Yeah. Like the, the FBI is like letting them get away with it because they're like these guys are basically a honeypot for other idiots. So yeah, we yeah. let them keep doing this. Like they're not hurting anyone because literally no one believes them. Not even conservatives. Like these guys are pariahs among 
the entire political spectrum. Nobody likes them. Nobody likes them. So let's just let them be, and maybe we'll catch some other criminals yeah, along with them. You just, uh, you know, you're following a boat and surfing in the wake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just like, listen, don't fuck with that thing. It's churning up all this life underneath it. Yeah. So that's your latest on Jacob Wall. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyways, moving on now to some lighter news, some beverage news. Oh, good. Last week we... Told you all about the new innovations currently happening in the world of booze, from the Red Lobster exclusive Mountain Dew Garita to the Taco Bell Jalapeno Noir mm-hmm. Red Wine, formulated to pair perfectly with the new toasted cheddar chalupa. And uh, it took me until after the episode, but I didn't realize. Pinot Noir, Jalapeno. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't yeah. get it either. Yeah. Well, yeah. anyway, Fine Wine has this week found yet another unlikely ally in the form of the WWE, World Wrestling Entertainment. Mm. And if you think about professional wrestling and alcoholic beverages, your first thought might be Stone Cold Steve Austin literally crushing cans of Coors Light or Budweiser. But uh, this is a multi-billion dollar business we're talking about here. So for the next pay-per-view, Hell in a Cell 2020, why not class things up a bit with an Undertaker 2018 Cabernet Sauvignon or an Ultimate Warrior 2019 Zinfandel? Sounds delicious. Mm. <laughs> the Ultimate Warrior Zin, sourced from Mendocino County, and the Undertaker Cab Sauvignon, uh, that's sourced from Lodi. They're both limited edition and individually numbered. And the Undertaker bottle even glows in the dark. Like all wine should. Yeah, each bottle costs $50 plus <laughs> shipping, uh, which is it's not outrageous yeah. for a collector's item, I guess. I guess, yeah. The shipping's going to be expensive because it is alcohol. Yeah. Especially if you're crossing those and state it's lines. it's fragile. Yeah, this might seem like an odd choice for a branded product, of course. Uh, is there really much crossover in the world of wine and wrestling enjoyers? Yeah. Uh, it seems that way because all of my adult friends are really into wrestling. That's Yeah, that is true. I, I know a lot of smart, wealthy people who are into wrestling. I enjoy it when I watch it. I just can't keep up. Plus, everyone's on to the AEW now. Yeah, watching wrestling is a its a commitment. That's yeah. like several hours a week. And people... And now with all the different wrestling companies that are Well, because everyone's really upset with the WWE because of the way that they treat their yeah, wrestlers. Yeah, they're horrible companies. <laughs> yeah, so it's uh, they're, they're really like kind of like, I mean, I'm in love with it, and, but... Uh, yeah. But um, for now, I'm going to stand. I heard AEW is yeah. great. AEW is actually founded by wrestlers, many of whom are former WWE guys. Well, there so you go. Apparently, they have better labor practice. I'll wait for their uh, 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 Fireball branded integration. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, there's got to be a decent portion of people out there who are just going to, you know, buy the wine bottles and keep them on display forever because it's less about the wine and more about the cool bottle. It's, it's why I own Blade Runner 2049 whiskey. Uh, and speaking of which, uh, let's look at other offerings from uh, wines that uh, rock, which is the company that WWE hired to do this. Wines one. that rock. Hell yeah. So Wines That Rock is a company that's entire business seems to be odd, unlikely brand collaborations. Um, here's some Christmas-themed Hallmark Channel wines. <laughs> Blood of Christ. <laughs> here's some Star Trek wines, mm. uh, one of which is from Captain Picard's own winery. Wow. Uh, here's some Turner Classic Movies wines based around... Orson Welles, the Marx Brothers, and the movie Vertigo. Okay. Uh, here's a bunch of NPR wines, including one called All Grapes Considered. Jesus. Uh, here's a Cirque de Soleil Rosé. <laughs> I like Great that. Choice. That's fun. Yeah. Uh, there's wines for Downton Abbey. Uh, the Fifty Shades of Grey Red Satin even received a rating of 90 points. That's because someone was whipping them as they reviewed it. <laughs> yeah. uh, fans of The Bachelor have three wines to choose from, including The Final Rosé. Another great name. Yeah. Half of wines, it's like the label and the names. The taste, whatever. Who cares? It's about well, a, a good pun. And look, there's been no shortage of investigations and samplings where it's like your average person, 
you put a $100 glass of wine mm-hmm. and a $20 glass of wine in front of them, and there is absolutely no difference in taste. A yeah. lot of people can't discern the difference. Uh, most people can't. Yes, I do enjoy watching the movies, sommelier and shit like that, but, like, mm-hmm. really... Wine is wine. It's about the story behind the wine. Yeah. It's about the label. It's about it's where... It's about like, getting drunk. Sure. In the short yeah. term, if you're going to the store to just buy wine, if you're enjoying wine, it's like, yeah, I went to the winery yeah. and I got it. So I like this one because I've been there and or, I have a connection yeah. to it. Or it's about pairing it with like cheese or cookies or whatever. Yeah. Like, that's fun. When too. you're ordering a fucking Bachelorette Rosé, you, yeah. you're in for it. See, it's like the show. Yeah. You're <laughs> in for it. You, you know what you're doing. Uh, they've even... My favorite one... From Wines That Rock is this line of wines based around the Investigation Discovery Channel's various like murder porn documentary <laughs> series, um, and uh, of course you know the whole Wines That Rock name it comes from mm-hmm. their various music branded wines for classic rock bands like the Rolling Stones, the Grateful Dead, Pink Floyd, and the Police. Although they also have a they have a contemporary rock band collaboration with the band All Time Low, who has three different wines. Great, good for them. Yeah. Uh, Guaranteed, everyone that drinks that fucking Grateful Dead wine is like, oh, you know, it actually gets you a little bit of high, too. Yeah. It's grown up in the in the green triangle. Yeah. I heard it tastes good, but my taste buds are completely fried from smoking weed constantly for 75 years. <laughs> when I'm on the road following the Grateful Dead to every single mm-hmm. concert they play in the country at the same time. When I'm riding that train high on cocaine. Yeah. I'm drinking this delicious wine. Yeah. So the general vibe here is that these are wines for people who don't really care about wine at all or even plan on drinking it. They're just some cool bottles with stuff they like printed on them. Yeah. And you know what? Nothing After wrong you're done it. drinking it, you can plop a candle in the top. Yeah, put some uh, some water and some like black food coloring. Yeah, or just some flowers. Yeah. Whatever you want. Yeah, whatever you want. The bottle is yours to do it's with yours as you to please. Keep. Now, it's weird because a lot of these wines, they do have pretty good reviews. <laughs> yeah. uh, but anyway, as for the WWE's foray into vino, it actually seems like they might just be copying something recently done by some of uh, their only real competition, the previously mentioned All Elite Wrestling, who released a Chris Jericho champagne last year called A Little Bit of the Bubbly. Uh, AEW did that wine in collaboration with another winery specializing in this kind of thing, Knocking Point Wines, which is owned by Stephen Amell and has previously released Jason Momoa's Dirtbag Red Blend, a Pepperidge Farm Milano cookies-themed set of wines, a Carl's Jr. Steakhouse (laughs) Burger-themed set of wines, an Adam Carolla wine, and a bunch of other celebrity wine collaborations. Yeah. Uh, I was interviewing him a long time ago for a movie I can't even remember. And you know how in Junkets it's like, uh, did you enjoy the project? Great. Tell me a funny story from the set. Great. Blah, blah, blah. But I found out that he was doing wines and like... Uh, He's obsessed with it. Yeah, so I I was... (laughs) It's all he cares about. By that point, I had found my my taste buds in the wine thing. So... I ended up, like, I gave him, like, one softball question. Then I was like, so you do this winery thing with your brother. And he, like, w- yeah. it was, like, ter- couldn't even use the footage because yeah. it had nothing to do with the movie. His Instagram is just him, like, smashing grapes with his family. Just but, being, yeah, he like, woke right the- up and he was like, oh, we're talking about wine now? Yeah. We're not talking about this fucking movie that I started? It's, it's pretty cool. Like, the guy, he's had, like, you know, a decent amount of success. But, like, you and know, not, that not success. A-list success, but, like, just enough success to buy a fucking vineyard no. and just go to town doing the thing he actually loves. He did... As we know, ascend to a level of stardom that uh, apparently necessitate, necessitates someone shitting on your roof. Still, oh, no yeah. idea who did it, but someone pooped on Stephen Amell's roof. I forgot about that. So maybe just a little bit less famous than Stephen mm-hmm. Amell. But parlaying your fame into a wine business. The goal is great. to reach a point where your roof is so high <laughs> and so inaccessible that no one Can't can touch shit it. on it. No. Yeah. <sighs> but you know what? Like, I mean, this is all weird. It's kind of funny. Yeah. This wine stuff. But seeing all these brands and celebrities got us thinking. How hard would it be to get our own wine? 
Couldn't be that hard. I mean, an Internet Today official wine, something that, to our knowledge, no other YouTube channel has ever done. I might be wrong, but I don't think any of them have done it. There might be some huge YouTubers who have started. Uh, yeah. Like, I, I would assume Casey Neistat has his fingers in some wineries. Yeah, I don't know. I, I couldn't get any definitive answers about this. So, or, uh, yeah. The lady that uh, did the grapefruit. <laughs> the grapefruit blowjob? <laughs> grapefruit wine. Grapefruit blowjobs. Grapefruit blowjob sounds more like a, a craft beer than a wine. <laughs> yeah, it's a good IPA. Uh, I don't know why. Yeah, grapefruit <laughs> blowjob IPA. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, we should, we, we're going to look into this. Like, it'd be, I don't know, Tech Chardonnay, Cabernet Savile News Dump, Weekly Weird Wine. Uh, these, are, these are all first drafts. Elliot Ricky's Moon Hooch. <laughs> Just anything. Yeah, I, obviously we'd need a good pun. Better Please leave some in the comments if you yeah, have some better Yeah, let us ones. know your good wine puns. So I screw it. You know what? Knocking Point Wines website has an actual email address to contact them about curating your own wine. So we went ahead and emailed them about the lucrative opportunity of doing Internet Today Wine. Is that a Mel's? Is that his one? Yeah. We could, we, we should like interview him for the show if he does it. Yeah. Oh, there there is so much opportunity in <laughs> yeah. this. Please answer our email. And we already point. know that our, our audience, you, the viewer, is uh, a, 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 like older, older than 21 for the most part. Yeah. Uh, very defined. The demographic taste. is perfect. You guys are all very, very uh, highbrow people mm -hmm. who love the finer things in life. Yeah. I think this would be great. So I've sent the email. I mean, I guess we wait and see what happens. They might tell us to fuck off. But also, I mean, as a backup, if anyone watching this is a winemaker or related to a winemaker or knows some, yeah, um, maybe hit us up. We're here because this idea is now in my head, and I I want to make it happen. Like that that would be more of an accomplishment than anything else I've done. I think, like, we, we talked about it like a year or two ago because I went to a winery on the Central Coast way yeah. back when, and. Uh, and Someone else had done that. Yeah. It was another brand that had just used a white label. People do it for like weddings and like anniversaries. Yeah, but that's like time. a one-time thing and it's ultra expensive. Yeah, because we're you trying to, to have, buy all the We're pieces. trying to do a collaboration yeah. here. Yeah, a meeting of the minds between yes, exactly. Stephen Amell's, uh, you know, his his winemaking expertise and yeah. our internet content We'd expertise. love to partner with uh, uh, Maynard from Tool. He yeah. has a winery in Arizona. Yeah, I don't know how he grows wine out there. How the hell do they make wine in Arizona? Well, there's Too a whole hot. there's a whole documentary about it called Blood from Soil or something like that. It's a uh, Blood from Soil. It's uh, like Tim and Eric are in it. It's great. Okay. Yeah. Now, but let's move on. Uh, remember the Census Cowboy? Well, it's been a long year. Let's refresh your memory. When I was a kid, I loved the Batman TV show, and when the city of Gotham had a real difficult challenge, one of the things that the mayor there did is he called out and he sent out the distress signal to Batman. So, we are doing something similar for the census. And I'm happy to report, I'm calling out the census cowboy. So, if you see the census cowboy coming to your neighborhood, that's not a good thing. That means you gotta step up and do your part and make sure that you fill out the census. He's gonna be going to the 10 communities across Chicago that have the lowest census response rate. And it's time to giddy up. Let's do this, Chicago. Let's make the census cowboy proud. Thank you very much, sir. So, so yeah, that was definitely some serious cringe, but hey, Whatever, the census, it's important. And if the mayor of Chicago wants to use some dude on a horse to make sure people fill out their census forms, whatever. Anyways, let's check in on what the census cowboy has been up to recently. 
Developing right now at 10, a highway horseman's wild ride on the Dan Ryan. Chicago activist known as a dread-headed cowboy shouting, kids' lives matter, as he galloped for miles down the expressway, streaming the whole thing on Facebook Live. All right, well, yeah, that looks like it got out of hand pretty got quick. way out of hand. Uh, the census cowboy, who before being hired as a census cowboy, was known locally as the dreadhead cowboy. Uh, he took his horse out on the highway as a form of protest, along with a convoy of motorcycles who were, appeared to be protecting him yeah. from, from cars and stuff. Uh, the cause he rode for was Kids Lives Matter, which is either about gun violence in Chicago or it could be some QAnon shit, depending on who you ask. Yeah, it's really unclear. So, yeah, it is unclear, which is never good for a protest. Doesn't really get the point across. Yeah. And now, especially if you're just riding a horse in the middle of the highway, because you know, that horse probably, if you got hit by a car, like, maybe you'd go flying off. Yeah, it's risky. The horse is going to get hurt. But it sure looks cool, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I mean, on the surface, regardless of why he did it, this seems like a textbook example of a cool crime. It's yeah. a horse on the expressway, folks. You don't see that too often. As long as nobody got hurt, it's a cool crime. Yeah, so that's the thing. Uh, unfortunately, according to the authorities who arrested no, the census no, cowboy, uh, he may have seriously injured his no! horse, his horse <laughs> Nunu, by riding it too hard. And it has a cute name, yeah. too. Uh, Nunu allegedly was not equipped with horseshoes during oh, the ride, no. which is real bad on hard surfaces. And uh, Nunu even collapsed at one point before the census cowboy whipped it until it got back up. I'm sorry if you're laughing. This is horrible. Uh, this is horrific. Yeah, uh, veterinar- veterinarians who examined Nunu said that uh, Nunu was bleeding profusely, and they might even have to euthanize it. I'm not sure if that's the case anymore. I think Nunu might live. But uh, yeah, that's a big yikes. You took a potentially cool crime. You, you goofed it up, Census Cowboy. Uh, also, again, just a clear like textbook example of like, politicians not being able to do the bare minimum yeah. like research. Is the guy the- we're hiring a huge fucking weirdo? Or, like, who could uh, potentially do a big high-profile crime within the next can couple we, weeks? Can we make sure the guy that rides the horse isn't an animal abuser? <laughs> yeah. Just a brief summary would be nice. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Very cool. In other news, let's check in on the political situation here in the United States. Mm, not good. All right, let's skip the terrible, horrifying stuff for now and check in specifically on Senator Chuck Grassley of Iowa, who is 87 years old and still doing great. Still got most of his marbles. Yeah, as evidenced by a series of tweets that he sent out last weekend. Here we go, folks. If you lost your pet pigeon... It's dead in front yard. My Iowa farm just discovered. Here are identifiers. Right leg blue, 2020, 3089. AU, 2020. She, left leg green, banned. No printed info. Sorry for bad news. I assume deer dead because it was night and no carcass. But in case of this pigeon, I could actually pick up bird. No life whatsoever. The pigeon's life that ended near Grassley Farm this weekend hailed from the Sheboygan Flying Club in Wisconsin. I stand corrected. It wasn't a pet. It was a racing pigeon. Thanks to my followers for the info. Very cool, Senator. Thank you. Uh, Also, hold on. What was that about a deer there in the middle of all those pigeon tweets? Yeah. Okay, well, this is crazy. But it turns out the deer tweet, that was a callback, a big, long callback to an old tweet that people... Uh, we're asking about in the midst of the dead pigeon discourse. Back in October of 2012, Senator Chuck Grassley tweeted, Fred and I hit a deer on Highway 136 south of Dyersville. After I pulled fender rubbing on tire, we continued to farm. Assume deer dead. Why does he so, Why does he write, like, I guess because he's old, but he writes, he writes like, like 10M. He's, no, he writes like he's sending a telegram back from war. Yeah. Stop. Full stop. Yeah. 
I mean, he's old enough that that might have been his first. Be true. That's how he communicated in his youth. Yeah, like, sir, we only have, it's like Through Twitter. Telegraph. I like Twitter because it has the same character limit as telegrams yeah. back in the day. <laughs> Go over 128 characters, your telegrams get really expensive. Yeah. Western Union is not like that. <laughs> so yeah, anyway, yeah, eight years later, we finally have clarification on why Chuck Grassley assumed the deer was dead. And the answer was no carcass. Yeah. I'm glad we have closure on that all these years later. But it, the timing of it was particularly funny because it happened like either the same weekend or the weekend after some politician from South Dakota hit a human. Oh, yeah. And yeah. said that it was a deer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was horrible. Stop elder abuse. Make people retire by 75. We need term limits. We need age limits. 75. Uh, yeah. And they have to take a driver's test again. Yeah. If you... If you Good morning. You're too old to... Sunday morning. God. Oh, yeah, I didn't even put that in the script. But here's Nancy Pelosi last weekend. weekend. But to be clear, you're not taking any arrows out of your quiver. You're not ruling anything out. Good morning. Sunday morning. The... Good morning. Sunday morning. Uh, Like, uh, I just... I, I, I don't understand the cult this woman has. She like, she's should too be too goddamn old. She should be sitting on a beach drinking a Mai Tai. She, yeah, she's worth like $50 million. She's she, the richest person in She Congress. shouldn't be on George Stephanopoulos or whatever on a Sunday morning saying that. She should, be, she should be walking out onto the patio of her retirement yeah. villa on a beach somewhere oh. saying, good morning, Sunday, Sunday morning. morning. <laughs> That's what should be happening with old people, but they're fucking working. Yeah, and they, they don't retire. And like with the Democrats, like it's actually a serious problem because they're currently like the only people under fucking 50 in the Democratic Party are a bunch of sniveling little dorks like Pete Buttigieg and like the Kennedy. Well, we also lost. have like AOC. Yeah, th- yeah, there's other people, but like there's just no like backbench of Democrats because the old ones refuse to retire. There's no there's no opportunities for advancement. In the yeah, and specifically on like, the Republican side of things, too, it's like the, the, the thing is. None of these people are going to get to live through the rules and regulations that they're creating. Yeah. They're literally creating rules and regulations and laws and things to abide by and also fucking the future up for their grandchildren and their great-grandchildren. It's so stupid. Mm -hmm. Good morning. Sunday morning. The next time she says that, she better be on a beach somewhere. Yeah. Come on, Nancy. Yeah. You know you want to retire. Who wouldn't? I don't understand. Uh, yeah, I, it. I, I can't imagine working in your 80s at all, but like specifically as a fucking congressperson. That's insane. What are you doing? Ugh. Anyways, uh, in other political news, remember that beautiful Melania Trump statue that was erected over in her home country of Slovenia in order uh, to honor her as the first lady? Well, if you don't, here it is to refresh your memory. Wow. What a likeness. Beautiful. Now, unfortunately, a few months back, someone set it on fire destroying the artist's beautiful work. Wow. Well, thankfully, last week, a new and improved Melania Trump statue was unveiled in place of the old one. They fixed everything wrong with it. Here it is. (laughs) Now, you see, unlike the previous one, this one's made of bronze. So good luck, arsonists. Our beautiful first lady will remain standing in all her glory forever now. And I love that it is exactly the same. Like It's exactly the same, but I think my favorite thing is even with the wooden one, up until the unveiling of this one, 
the perspective of the photographs and yeah. footage well, like, was made it seem like it was at least 12, 15 it's, feet it's tall. It's very small. There was an adult man just like, <laughs> like standing next to it. And I was just like, it, it threw me for such a loop when I saw the person standing next to it. Because like, whenever you see a statue... You're I like, wish it was huge. Yeah. I wish it was the size of the Statue of Liberty. I assumed that this was at least 30 feet tall. It's like yeah. it's like six feet tall at most. And the actual body is like three feet Yeah. Away. It's weird. Yeah. Maybe I just don't understand Slovenian art, but um, I, I just, I love that they, they unveiled it and everyone's like, wow, it looks like shit. What a stupid statue. And even people in Slovenia are like, fuck Melania Trump. Let's burn this thing down. The artist is like, you know what? Not only are we bringing it back, we're not changing a goddamn thing about it except making it indestructible. Checkmate. Hmm. Well, I, I, this is going to be like their gavel goat. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to find a way. They'll find a way. I, yeah. I hope they do. Anyway, here's another little update from last week about one of our favorite characters from this past year. Jerry Falwell, the conservative Christian cuckold. As we've discussed previously, the now former Liberty University president came under fire recently after it came out that his wife, Becky, has been banging the literal pool boy for several years while Jerry watches in the corner and enjoys himself. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it turns out that when that news finally broke, things got a little bit ugly over at the Falwell household. Um, Here's from the Huffington Post who first reported on it. On August 31st, Liberty's Board of Trustees announced a comprehensive investigation by an outside firm of Jerry Falwell Jr.'s tenure as president. Earlier that morning, around 2.30 a.m., Bedford County dispatchers received a 911 call from Becky Falwell. She described being at church around 11 p.m. and received a call from her husband, who said he was bleeding after a fall down the stairs. Finding the doors locked when she got home, she used a chair to break through the back door. The dispatcher asked whether her husband had been drinking alcohol. Becky Falwell said, yes. When asked if he'd been drinking heavily, she said, I'm not going to answer that question. So, yes. The dispatcher explained that alcohol thins the blood and could account for the excessive bleeding and restated the question. The the more I tell you the name, the more you're going to understand why we're not talking to you right now, Becky Falwell said. Dispatch logs obtained by the Huffington Post via a public records request state that he won't let her take him to the hospital as he is stubborn. Collar was not forthcoming. But medics and emergency responders arrived at the residence later that night. A responder observed lacerations on Jerry Falwell Jr.'s face, including under his left eye, across the bridge of his nose, and above both his right and left eyes. The responder also recorded in a report that Jerry Falwell Jr. said he hit his head on a trash can, (laughs) and that there was, quote, blood in the area he indicated, as well as empty alcohol containers. The officer also noted Jerry had slurred and slowed speech and would repeat things already asked. Um, And, I mean, this lines correctly up with everything that's been going on, because... All of his apologies and anything he said yeah, publicly. No, he's drunk. Con- like he, the man has an alcohol problem. For he sure. has been completely loaded. Yeah, every single time. Yeah, that's that's serious. But like, <laughs> just it, like, oh babe, it's just. Also, what are you doing at church at eleven p.m.? Yeah. Church. Yes, I'm going to church, Jerry. All mm-hmm. right, have fun down at church, Becky. I was on my knees all night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, apparently this uh, the news broke that he's a cuck and um, he smashed his head through like a fucking window or some shit. Just cut cuts all over his face. It's like the ultimate stepping on a rake. Yeah. It's stepping on a rake that bashes your face in. And then he fell into the trash can. Yeah. And then down the stairs. Yeah. <laughs> and his hand was well, in the toaster. Yeah, it's like <laughs> it's like the scene at the beginning of The Naked Gun with uh, O.J. Simpson mm-hmm. before he was a killer. Yeah. Just, you know, tripping and falling and just making the situation worse and worse. There you go. Yeah. So, uh... Well, look, I hope he gets the help that he needs. Yeah. And no shame in the cockery. It's just that he, uh, you know, well, they, they, decided to yeah. go, uh, you know, against his his morals that he set up for everyone. He else. was in charge of the most conservative, like, 
university in the country where like alcohol is banned, like sex is banned. He's, he literally did everything he yeah. preached not to do. Yeah, which probably felt awesome. Yeah. So dangerous. So dirty. Do you think God's watching? I hope he is. God, Just man. like Jerry watches his wife, God watches Jerry watch his wife. God's the ultimate cuck. Yeah. <laughs> That's the name of our the line. The ultimate cuck. God is the ultimate cuck Cabernet Sauvignon. It's a good vintage. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's provocative. It really starts conversations. <laughs> hey, would you like a glass of God is the ultimate cuck? It's great for all the dinner parties. Yeah. Anyways, before we get to the headlines part of the show, it's time for a word from this week's sponsors, starting with ExpressVPN. There are tons of VPN providers out there. You've probably heard of a couple of them, and some of you have maybe even used a VPN before. But ExpressVPN is the best VPN on the market, and here's why. ExpressVPN does not log your data. Lots of really cheap or free VPNs make money by selling your data to ad companies, but ExpressVPN developed a technology called Trusted Server that makes it impossible for their servers to log any of your info. Secondly is speed. We've tried tons of VPNs in the past. Many of them slow your connection down or make your device sluggish. But we've been using ExpressVPN for years now, and our internet speeds are blazing fast. Even when connecting to servers thousands of miles away, you can still stream HD quality videos with zero lag. The last thing that really sets ExpressVPN apart from the other VPNs is how easy it is to use. Unlike other VPNs, you don't have to input or program anything. You just fire up the app, you click one button. It's so easy, your grandparents could use it. Ooh. Nancy Pelosi Chuck would have Chuck Grassley could <laughs> use it. Yeah, yeah. and uh, it's not just us saying this. It's Wired, The Verge, CNET, many other tech experts, uh, they rate ExpressVPN the number one VPN in the world. So protect yourself with the VPN that we use and trust. Use our link, expressvpn.com slash weeklyweird today to get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That is expressvpn.com slash weeklyweird. Visit expressvpn.com slash weeklyweird to learn more. And this episode is sponsored by Upstart. During these economically turbulent times, everyone's looking for a way to feel more financially secure. So if you're still needlessly throwing money every month at high-interest credit card debt, it's time you checked out Upstart, the revolutionary online lending platform that knows you're more than just a credit score. Now is the time to find out how low your Upstart rate can be to help pay off high-interest credit card debt. Unlike other lenders, Upstart can reward you based on your education and your job history in the form of a smarter rate. You don't need a degree or diploma to apply, though. Upstart lets you skip going to the bank because it's completely online. They offer loans from $1,000 to $50,000, so you can consolidate your debt into one easy fixed rate payment. Upstart makes it fast and simple to check your rate, and it's just a soft pull. It won't affect your credit score. The hard pull does happen if you accept your rate and you proceed with the application, of course. Now, the best part is, if the loan is approved and accepted, most people get their funds the very next business day. Over 40,000 people have used Upstart to pay off credit cards or meet their financial goals. Free yourself from the burden of high-interest credit card debt and get back to using your money your way with Upstart. See why Upstart has a 4.9 out of 5 rating on Trustpilot and hurry to upstart.com slash weird to find out how low your Upstart rate can be. Checking your rate only takes a few minutes. That's upstart.com slash weird. Disclaimer part, your loan amount will be determined based on your credit, income, and certain other information provided in your loan application. Not all applicants will qualify for the full amount. There you go. Now let's uh, get into the weirdest... Headlines of the week from around the world, starting with Vice Presidential nominee Kamala Harris names Tupac as the best rapper alive. Does she know something we don't know? She is, uh, she's got those security clearances. Yeah, she Senate. slipped as... This is not a good look because she slipped up already in the world's biggest Where secret. Where are you hiding them? This is like also just... Not that it's directly related, but uh, both... Ruth Bader Ginsburg and the new uh, Supreme Court justice nominee have notorious, like, notorious R-B-G uh, mm -hmm. and then notorious whatever the fuck the so new lady's yeah, name is. A-C-B? Yeah, A-C-A-B. Yeah. Uh, 
<laughs> it's just like, I don't know. I, look, I get that she messed up. Probably just in her mind heard like really quickly, who's your favorite rapper? It's just cringe. Yeah. It's, 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 this is like the second weird Tupac thing. Because like there was another, when she was on like the, the Breakfast Club, I think, which was like just cringe all around. She's like, oh, yeah, I used to smoke weed back in college. And they're like, really? Because you prosecuted a, yeah, a lot of Yeah, didn't you send a lot of people crimes. to jail for that? They're like, all right, whatever. Well, when you were smoking weed in college, what kind of music did she listen to? It was like Tupac, of course. But like, they didn't check at the time. People, people immediately were like, wait, didn't she go to college in the 80s? Is she that old? Yeah. Huh. So it looks like, great. She lied. She's like, it's such a weird lie to tell. Like, yeah. You know, back in college, I was listening to an artist that hadn't released any music yet. Well, it's just that all these people are so fucking lame. Yeah. It really is. Like They're, you can yeah. you can instantly see who's like legit and who's not. Like Pete Buttigieg, that dude listens to like his toaster cooking a piece of bread. Like, they, Pete Buttigieg listens to music the way Patrick Bateman listens to music. <laughs> Do you like Huey Lewis in the news? <laughs> Personally, I'm a big fan of this track here. Oh God. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's weird. Also, the, the fact that how obsessed people are with her, like, fashion is also weird. Like, Oh, my God. She wore chucks. Uh, you know, or, like, Timberlands. Like, Slay Queen. I really just care about whether or not we're going to get health care. Health care, please. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is the name of that meme? Is it a Wojak where he's just, like, dead sunken eyes? Just, like... Yeah, it's just, like a... Health care, please. It's like a variation of, like, the Doomer. Yeah. Yeah. My favorite reply to just anything. Please. Health care. Like, yeah, any, anytime, regardless of the politician or what side of the aisle they're yeah. on, like, anytime that, like, someone picks out some, like, like personal reference or, like, yeah. uh, fashion statement or, you know, I really liked those Christopher Nolan Batman movies. Like, who the fuck cares? Shut up. Yeah. Give me my health care. <laughs> <laughs> health care, please. <laughs> Did you see Ted Cruz, like, joked about how he's the Zodiac Killer the other day? He's done that a bunch of times, and it's like, it's not funny anymore. Shut up, Ted. The joke is at your expense, because you're a weirdo with, like, a leathery yeah, face. Oh, but every fucking Republican, especially the young ones, are like, he's done on the joke. Yeah, that's right. He's a serial killer. <laughs> TPUSA is behind you all the way, yeah, Ted. ugh. God. Speaking of politics, Biden on Trump's refusal to commit to peaceful transfer of power. What country are we in? Now, out of context, that would be hilarious. Even in context, the video of it is, like, I get what he was trying to do. He's like, this is America. Like, obviously, we have peaceful transfer yeah, power. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. But, like, even the way it was, like, phrased when he, like, was asked, like, on camera, he's like, what country are you in? What country are you in? And the reporter's like, what? Is I'm he not, having a moment? I'm not fucking going along with the with the, the anti-Biden mob on this one because it makes sense in the context. Yeah. It makes perfect sense. It's just a hilarious headline. Yeah, of course it is. What country are you in? <laughs> Clap so, for that, you stupid bastards. Yeah. that People, they, they were trying to go, all, all these fucking pearl-clutching conservatives were like, wow, he called the troops bastards. But it's like, like it was hilarious. Yeah. It was fucking hilarious. Yeah, and literally, I, I tweeted, I deleted it because I was like, it was getting the wrong attention. Yeah. But it's like, it is fucking funny that within the same month, the two presidential candidates that are up for election called our troops bastards. Suckers and losers. Yeah, <laughs> which it's kind of fucking slaps. Yeah, it's it's pretty funny. <laughs> if it were any two different people, it'd be even better. But yeah. uh, I don't know. It's fucking with the world we live in is dumb and strange, and I hate it. Yeah, it's not good. Oregon man shoots self in groin after showing off gun in supermarket checkout line. Cops say. <laughs> you know the good thing is is all these people they're gonna be dickless in no time. Yeah. Wasn't this is it the is this the same Oregon man who was like talking big about his gun on like Facebook comments and then like someone posted the news article of him shooting himself oh, in the I dick next to his post. 
Yeah. The, it's I like, mean, wait till I show up with my fucking gun, and it's like, so, man shoots. It sounds like something that a guy who shows off a gun in a supermarket checkout line would do. Like, yeah, like because when whenever something like this happens, when someone shoots their dick off with their gun, yeah. you just search their name, yeah. and guaranteed there's gonna be a bunch of Facebook posts with like the Punisher logo where they're yeah. like talking about shit like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, sorry, buddy. One less dick in public. Police raid in Vietnam finds more than three hundred thousand used condoms being packed for resale. Just washed them out. There's a lot of questions that are not answered in any of the reports about this. Like, for example, how do you get 300,000 used condoms? Who's collecting all these used condoms? Are you digging the, through the, the, storm the, drain. the trash? Like, how's, how do they get them? Secondly, whose bright idea was it to repackage? Like, it seems like more work. Oh, far than, more work. Yeah, like, you have to find them. You have to, like, they had, like, specialized equipment for, like, cleaning them and, like, you know, rolling them back up, oh. packaging them. Yeah, it, it seems like there's no way you could profit off of this. Like, condoms are literally just a tube We did of it latex. for the lulls. Yeah, <laughs> just want to see if we could do it. Because it's fucking hilarious, that's why. Yeah, also, like, can you imagine working? Like, they, how much money? There's just not enough money in the world. Down at the cum factory. Work down at the fucking cum factory. Like, all right, so, your job. Um, got these used ones over here. Sorry for the smell. Um, Nick, make them new again. You're going to just, you know, squeeze it out. The put ultimate recycling. Yeah. 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 If you have to, put your mouth up to it. Blow it up. Blow it up. Mm-hmm. Make a little balloon animal and uh, have fun. Have fun with it. This well, is a fun job. If you're watching from Vietnam and you've used a condom recently, we're sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Sri Lanka's coconut minister holds press conference from on top of coconut tree. Hell yeah. Yeah. Good. Finally, some good news. Ah, yeah. This is. This is this is great. Did he clink two together to bring, bring it to order? <laughs> no, but he, he is just hanging at the top of a coconut tree. He's like, all right, so let's talk about coconuts here in Sri Lanka. As the coconut it's minister, a great way I have to a few bring, things to say. Bring attention to it. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, this is, like, every minister, like, the minister of health should have to do press conferences in an operating room. And, like, yeah. the minister of housing should have to do their conference on the roof of a house. Like Vin Diesel does when he finishes recording a song. Yeah. <laughs> Hangs the headphones up. You got to see people in their element to yeah. really understand yeah. what's going on. It, it, it needs to be very literal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I saw a video this week that's incredible. I, it has to be real. I hope it's real. But it's these guys, they climb to the top of a, uh, this one guy, Climbs the top of this just gigantic palm tree. Oh, yeah. He yeah. cuts the top off the palm tree. It's just like, <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was going to launch himself. It would have been but, hilarious uh, if he did. Yeah, I don't know what the, like, I don't know what the point of that was. For for the lulls. Because all they did was cut the top of the tree off. There's yeah. still an entire palm tree up there. Yeah. What are well, they going to do now? It was funny. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Woman falls out of car window and onto highway while filming Snapchat video. <laughs> what an idiot. She should have been doing it for TikTok. Yeah. Yeah, she should have rode a horse on the highway. Yeah, but I bet she's just as bloody and beat up. Yeah, um, doing it for the, doing it for the snap, as they say. I I haven't heard it like legitimately, not even a stretch of the truth. I haven't. I, I just realized Snapchat still existed. I haven't heard about it. I was it talking in so to long. someone about this the other day because of like, TikTok. Yeah. Well, so from what I understand, I could be wrong about this. If you're a Zoomer, please correct me. Uh, but from what I understand. No one really uses Snapchat as social media anymore. They use it as a messaging app. They use TikTok and Instagram for posting. They use Snapchat for chatting. Whatever. I could be wrong, though. That's why you need to switch to WeChat. <laughs> Get, yeah, WeChat while well, it's still here. Very rare. Yeah. Well, cool. The messaging app your parents and the government don't want you to use. Exactly. WeChat. Anything can happen on WeChat. <laughs> Florida parents reportedly smoking weed, drinking during kids' remote classes. 
Uh, yeah, of also course. walking around the background naked. Yeah, of course. Yeah, it's it's my house. I'll do whatever the fuck I want. I yeah, and it's like for all the like weird Becky Falwell type parents who like uh you know they get off on uh seducing their children's their, friends, their kids' classmates and shit. This has got to be a rough time with uh you know school done remotely. So this is, the, this is all they have is uh you know sneaking into the back of their kids' Zoom class shot and like hoping. You know when fucking them. classes come back. You watch out for those horny teachers. Oh, yeah. Because there's like, you know, there's always like three or four a year that pop up in the news. But they've been dry for like yeah. months now. They haven't had any children to uh, illegally seduce yeah. for oh, coming up on a year. Yeah, it's going to be a real feeding frenzy. <laughs> Make sure you're talking to the, with your kids yeah. about what's going on at school. Talk to your kids about mm-hmm. horny teachers. And Becky Falwell. Yeah. You don't want to find Becky Falwell lurking in your bushes. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Rat sniffs out landmines, receives awards for bravery. <laughs> I love that someone posted, like, beat Pete Buttigieg next to it. Like, wow, sorry. Thank you for your service, Pete. Yeah. <laughs> this is a big rat. Some African rats. Like, size and he did a such gopher. a good job, too. Yeah, like, I don't understand how this works. They trained it to sniff out TNT or some shit. But they're like, yeah, the rat can cover, like, a football field size area in, like, half a day. And that would take, like, three weeks for a human. I'm yeah. like, like, a human with a metal detector works Way slower than this rat that just zooms around me like, all right, we got one here, we got one here, we got one here. Cheese, please. Give me our cheese. Yeah. I'd like some cheese, please. And an award. Yeah. I salute this rat. Thank you. And it, it's from the same, uh, like the organization that gave the rat the award for bravery, I believe, is the same organization responsible for the Animals in War Memorial. In yeah, Park. cool. <laughs> awesome. Animals in War. They, they had no, no choice. choice. It's like, it's literally... Not only is that a landmark for the British yeah. and the war, it is an Internet Today landmark. Yeah, because <laughs> it's it the is. it's like the one actual like real life meetup we've done. Yeah, uh, we did like one in New York, and we did one here like a movie theater. Mm-hmm. But like that was like the real shit. And we met <laughs> our landmark to meet it was the Animals in War Memorial. And then we went to a gay bar. Yeah, <laughs> what a time! On accident. What a time to be a fan. The New York town of Swastika votes to keep its name. We've thought about it, and you know what? We're taking it. We're back. keeping it. Yeah, you know it's it's based on the Sanskrit word for the uh, Hindu symbol. We're not gonna let some Nazis appropriate our town's Look, name. Yeah, you're the real Nazi for thinking that every swastika is now a, get out a of our symbol. town. <laughs> Welcome to swastika. I wonder if any Jewish people live in swastika. If they do, I'd love to ask them a few questions about what that's got to be like. You know. The past four years have probably been great for the novelty t-shirt stand in Swastika, New York. Mm-hmm. No, it's a goof. It's I'm wearing it because it's ironic. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Speaking of towns, town of asbestos, back to the drawing board after lackluster response to renaming options. Just name it anything else. Name it like fucking Oakwood. Or name, it, like, name it mesothelioma. Yeah. Compensation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Compensation Quebec. Yeah. Like, dude, any name is fine. Fucking... Just come on. Change there's, it to swastika. There's plenty of French words you can use. The French word for swastika. I mean, maybe asbestos sounds better in a French accent. Could be. Asbestos. Listen, we're all out of ideas. Yeah. We, there, we, there's no names left. <laughs> no new names. Listen, we're proud of our asbestos minds here in asbestos. We're doing as best as we can. If we change the name of the town, no one will know the history of asbestos. Yeah. And then they're bound to relive it. Because yeah, people are going to start huffing asbestos. Yeah. Unless we long. keep this town's name the same. Uh, Fox News won a court case by persuasively arguing that no reasonable viewer takes Tucker Carlson seriously. Oh, so they, uh, I know we reported on the court case, so they won, they won it? 
Yeah, right. it's, 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 yeah, it was um, that lady, that playmate, Playboy playmate mm-hmm. that Trump had sex with allegedly. She sued Tucker Carlson for defamation or some shit. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, Fox News won. They're like, only an idiot would believe anything this man says. He's re- look at him. He's, He's ridiculous. a fucking clown. Yeah. Uh, and I believe this is like not even the first time Fox has gotten away with like the old like we aren't the news. Yeah, yeah. the defense of just like, whoa, it can't be defamation. We <laughs> read the news between the hours of one thirty and two fifteen. Everyone knows this. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't even think they can use that excuse anymore though because Shepard Smith doesn't work there. Yeah, they like, got some other guy. I mean, Chris Wallace is still like he's actually pretty he, good at his job. What's Shepard Smith up to? I know he's been doing fundraisers or something. I don't know. He's probably like living his best life. Good you know the him. Lincoln Project's imploding on itself now because of the Supreme Court pick? Oh, yeah. Who could have seen this coming? Because they're Republicans yes. and they want a conservative Supreme Court. Yeah. They just happen to not like Donald Trump. They're yeah. not your friend. No. Stop trusting them. Definitely stop giving them money because they're just pocketing <laughs> that shit. Yeah. Like their expenditures are like extremely low compared to any other uh, political nonprofit. Yeah. They're just putting that shit in the bank. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving on. Argentinian politician quits after kissing partner's breast in online legislative session. He like pulled the fucking titty out. Wasn't it's it crazy. like a, like a uh, it was like a BDSM lady too or something? Oh, I didn't hear about anything like that. Oh, maybe it, maybe that's just some of the spin that I saw. Yeah, on this Twitter. one it was like it was a big grid of Zoom chats, and then this guy is like, "Get over here!" and then he just like pops it out and goes. He's like he's like uh, the Argentinian Homelander. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's just how we say hello here in Argentina. Yeah. Oh, hello. Could be and a good day to you. Could be. And final headline, Illinois man has kept Richard Nixon's unfinished sandwich for 60 years. Well, does it look like shit? I don't know. So, uh, the article is I it saw like the Icelandic uh, Big Mac? I mean, it's just been like in an airtight jar for 60 years. I didn't see it. They, they didn't show a picture of it, which is annoying. It's no, like, you can't look at it. But it yeah. exists. It's real. But uh, yeah, he's like Richard Nixon was on a campaign stop in 1960 and went to like a barbecue and ate like one bite of a sandwich because it's all just for photo ops. And then put it down. And this, this guy, who was like a child at the time. He's like, I'm taking that sandwich. That's President's sandwich. So what's going to happen? What, is he putting the sandwich in the museum or something? No, he just keeps it at his house. Have you know, you the, the Richard Nixon uh, library is like close to here. Yes, yeah, in Yorba Linda. I used to go there on numerous field trips in grade school. Yeah. It fucking sucks. And back then in the 90s... People still hated him? Well, that... Like, they, the Watergate was, like, not brought up, like, at all. It was literally, like, one line in there. And they just pretended it never happened and that he was never impeached. Like, apparently now that enough time has passed, like, they actually address it. But, like... Now he's dead? Yeah. In the 90s when I went, uh, yeah, it was, it was weird. They're just like, yeah, Richard Nixon, one of our greatest presidents. Like, uh, excuse me. <laughs> what, my dad said something about Watergate. Sorry, excuse me. What? You need to leave. Also, his body is there. What? Yeah. No. They buried it. Yeah, it's a Reagan's body's at the, the Reagan Library in LA, too. It's a thing. Really? Yeah. That's fucking weird. Yeah, it's strange. The Reagan Library has uh, Air Force One in it. Yeah? Yeah. One of the old ones, I guess. That's kind of cool. Really pretty. Yeah. Took my uh, wife's father. <laughs> Big fan. Big fan of Reagan? No, the movies. Oh. I think he's a big fan of Reagan, too. The I loved him with that <laughs> monkey in space. <laughs> he's a fan of both, actually. Yeah. So. Anyways, that's it for Weekly Weird News this week. Thank you for joining us. Uh, be sure to watch our most recent episodes over here. be a really big help if you could do that, because all of these are going to be under restriction probably someday. Yeah. But uh, check both of those out, and we'll see you very soon for another week of pure torture. Yeah, and heat. It's Ugh. Yeah, it's going to be 100 degrees on October 1st here in it Los Angeles. It is miserable so. right now. Yeah, it's really hot. Stay cool.
Bye. Bye.